0: hello everyone and welcome to episode thirty five of the depressed Breakfast Club this week we're going to talk about low self-esteem and hating yourself and how to get out of it um so before we get into our discussions'd like to remind everybody we're not medical professionals everything we say is our opinion um if you feel like you need to seek help for a mental health issue, please call your doctor and make an appointment. Don't go off any medication if you are on medication without talking to said doctor. And if you're feeling like you don't want to go to the doctor, Joyelle's going to give you some phone numbers of people you can call who you can talk to. Joyelle.
1: All right. So if you're feeling suicidal or you need somebody to talk to Um, You can call the suicide hotline in Canada at 1-833-456-4566, or you can text message 45645. In the U.S., you can call 988, or you can text TALK to 741-741. So please, if you're feeling suicidal or you need somebody to talk to, uh, reach out and uh, there's p- help for you. And uh, on to Taylor. G-
2: good day to everyone, because we're not doing it in our normal morning time. So it's breaking a routine for me. <laughs> uh, just a general reminder that our email is depressedbreakfastclub@gmail.com, at gmail.com, all lowercase. We do love to hear from you guys whether it's uh, episode ideas or if you have thoughts and comments on the episodes. We really do love hearing from you guys and being able to have back and forth. And I I am actually very curious to see if we get, um, not if, but what kind of interaction we can get from this, this episode, because I'd love to hear from any of our listeners if they have ways of coping with this particular topic. Uh, so today's quote is... Uh, Hey, you are so worth loving. It's a simple quote, I know, but it goes so perfectly with the self-hate. And actually, let let me pull this on back up here. I actually got this episode idea when I wrote it down because a younger friend of mine actually asked a group of us. This, I literally took it verbatim from when she asked. How do you get over self-hatred? Because I despise myself entirely, and that really doesn't help with trying to get better. So any tips? And it it made me, like, not just sad, but I don't even know what word to go with, just how much it kind of hit. Because my friend who asked that is only 18 years old and she absolutely despises herself. I think she's gotten better with it now because we all kind of stepped in and we're like, "Okay, hey, do these kind of things, like focus on this, remember like you are not you're not those bad thoughts that you have." And I know we've all touched on stuff uh in the episodes and all that, but I think it's kind of important to shine a light on the self-hatred that so many people have because I kind of had a conversation actually this weekend with a new friend of mine and he and I were talking about it from a gay community point of view because in at least this part of the world men struggle with their sexuality and when they do Society's not particularly supportive of it, and we don't support men to be able to express themselves using words and allow them to have emotions. So he was talking about how there's been times where some of his friends have dealt with, hey, they went out with this guy. The guy was questioning his sexuality, so they went, they had sex. The guy got off, and then because he was scared about what that meant for him— He became physically violent and had so much self-loathing and self-hate that the only thing he could do was just become violent and, like, beat on the other guy. So it just, it never ceases to amaze me how much self-hate can be out there. We don't even need others to hate on us. Our own damn (laughs) minds can take care of it. It's like... Oh, you think you can top me? Bitch, I've broken my heart 52 times today. Go fuck yourself.
0: I remember once on Facebook, I actually wrote a status that said, I don't need haters. I've got this under control. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I I get it. I I think you're right, uh, Taylor. We all even even the most positive person mm-hmm. must have moments where they feel inadequate yes for anything regard like regardless of how body positive they are life positive just positive in general like a fucking ray of sunshine all the time there has to be a time where they have had that intrusive thought where they weren't good enough, they didn't look good, they didn't. Maybe their body size wasn't right, their shoe size was wrong, their hair's the wrong color. It it doesn't matter because it's all in that spectrum, right? What about you, Jael?
1: Oh God, we all know I have a lot of self hate. <laughs> I was waiting for that exactly. <laughs> She's like, I am the queen of this. Hold my crown, No <laughs> child. Don't test me. <laughs> Listen here, kid. Like, I feel like that was totally instilled in me as a child, mostly by just the way, like, kind of we were treated, <clears throat> and and stuff like like um the one like we I I said the one time my dad said to my sister like your guts bigger than your tits and uh <laughs> my my mom who was like anorectic, would like tell us we were fat mm-hmm. not so much my sister she kind of like my sister and her had a different relationship than what I had with my mom, whereas I had a different relationship with my dad than my sister, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, like, we're you know, you're lazy, like, we were told that we were lazy because we didn't, like, <clears throat> go cut the grass or at, like, 12 years old, <laughs> and we didn't do, like, the laundry and or chores, clean the bathroom, or what have you. And um, so, yeah, I think nowadays, though, I think it's it might be, like, younger people nowadays because you have, like, all the internet mm-hmm. and stuff, and you have, like, all the, you know, you see all these celebs and stuff, and they're all, like, Gorgeous and you know, flawless skin and perfect bodies, and you know, and that's not reality, in real
0: life,
1: yeah, like I'm it's not sorry. reality. Those, those photos are photoshopped, <gasps> oh, yeah, <they're gasps> on oh, air, <laughs> they are airbrushed and stuff, big time. Airbrush, but when you're, exactly, but when you're young and that's what you're looking at, and, and then you mm. know, guys see that, and then they see like what a real person looks like and it's, you know, of course, it's like, oh, you're not pretty or you're, Mm -hmm. you're God zits, or, you know. And I mean, like, it's hard even, like, even getting older, like. Oh, God. Women, women
2: aren't allowed to get older. We're told, it's like, you think of some of the things women get called, As we get older, it's like okay, men get things like or things like, "Hey, he's a silver fox. He's a stud. He looks um, (laughs)
3: exactly."
1: (laughs) Hey, daddy, how you doing? And then you have (laughs) you become the golden bachelor. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are women called?
1: Old hag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Old
2: (laughs) hag. Like we get we don't get any of those nice names where it's like you can tell that society's just fucked up and you're like, okay, why couldn't, uh, why not call the woman, a silver Vixen? I think Vixen's the female Fox, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> Sorry I, if I anyone disagrees, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to say that Vixen is the female Fox. So why
1: can't I be a silver Vixen?
0: Huh? You can be when you get to that age
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm struggling I feel like I'm struggling with that right now Like I'm at that age where Like I'm starting with the grey hair And It's like I'm I'm at It's hard because you look at yourself in the mirror And you're like Oh good god Like do I keep dying it? do i just let it go gray um you know you're like god i look ugly with gray hair like it's like it's not all gray it's like gray in patches and and you know like you're just like oh my goodness
0: well you ladies know covid came about and mm-hmm. i quit dying my hair Number one, I never used box dye. I always went to the hairdresser, but I I I quit coloring my hair. My hair is stone, like it is shockingly white. Yes, it is. <laughs> when I get white hair, I want your white hair. So today I I had I had a an eye an eye exam, my every two year eye exam, and sitting in the in the chair and talking talking to my optometrist and just talking about life and, and stuff and whatnot and he says to me, he goes, you know, he goes, I have to admit, he goes when I he goes, when I saw your chart and I looked at your age, I was like, How is that possible that she's in her fifties? <laughs> he goes, You you don't look like you're in your fifties. I was like, I could have floated out of there on a cloud nine <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you, like, literally the first person to tell me that I don't look 50. I I was just, like, blown away, whereas... You know how, like you do those things on Facebook. You post a selfie. You, Guess my age. <laughs> yeah. I've had people tell me I look seventy. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: oh my god! They can go fuck themselves. Jesus,
0: like, you're like dude, you're I ain't dead. got no fucking wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> society's perception of what mm-hmm. you should look like, what you should be like, how you should act, is not how you should be it's it's horrible i i it's so heart heart, like heartbreaking to know that Mm -hmm. our younger generation our female younger generations are are going to grow up thinking that these supermodels should be idolized because they eat one tic tac a day <laughs> and weighed 98 pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's it's horrible. I, you know, I'm glad that my daughter didn't feel that kind of pressure mm-hmm. when she was growing up, like as a teenager. I mean, maybe she didn't. She didn't tell me, but you know, I never I never saw her turn down a piece of pizza. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: Here, she's sitting there, she's like, I'm pretty no matter what
1: <laughs> You know, I never <clears throat> Honestly I never really I wasn't as down on myself Or I never really And I never really thought about Weight and stuff when I was Younger either Um, It was more like After I met my husband My ex-husband Because <laughs> I started gaining a lot of weight, and that, and so that, like, nothing he did, <clears throat> I just, that's when, like, I started with my health issues really bad, like, with my blood pressure and thyroid and and stuff, and I started putting on the weight, and to me, like, that just, I felt, and I still, to this day, I feel, like, not comfortable, I have... Like, I mean, I'm so hard on myself with my weight and stuff, but I think that's when my, my, like, bad thoughts about my, about myself really started. And that, and it's, like, amazing because I would never, ever say to somebody else the stuff I say to myself.
0: Mm -hmm. I can relate. I can relate. 110,000% One hundred and ten thousand percent on that whole weight issue.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's especially horrible. when you weren't, especially when you like for you, yeah, you told me Dina a bit about your your story and that and but I never really struggled with with my weight. I never thought of it. I was what I was. I was <clears throat> I was pretty muscular because I like rode my bike everywhere and mm-hmm. you know, we played outside all the time. We weren't sitting around and stuff. So I wasn't any
0: kids. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. wasn't
1: I wasn't um I wasn't I thought then I was fat. <laughs> but good God, not even close and stuff. But yeah, until I, I got older and I really started putting on the weight is when it really uh really started bothering me, so
0: you too know I will admit this out in
3: public now um
0: My weight was never an issue until people started telling me at hundred and twenty pounds that I was fat. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was 14 years old and in Weight Watchers. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I was talking about Dana when you had told me a bit about your story.
0: At had 115 pounds. And the people that did that to me gave me a very, very unhealthy relationship with body image,
3: mm-hmm.
0: food. Not so much the amount that I eat, because I don't eat a lot. You guys know that. Which is, like, ironic. My my doctor's like, how the fuck are you fat? Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's not even like I, I make bad choices. It's just my body has, has gone through 35 years of yo-yo dieting. Yep. And literally I can I can say the only time I wasn't on a diet was the two times I was pregnant.
2: Jesus. Mm.
0: That's See, no that's no way. Nobody to live. should
1: nobody should
0: should live their life like that.
1: Mm-mm, not ever. But I'm with you, because when I was fourteen I started that's when like I started with um my period, and right from my very first one, I started like having <gasps> hormone issues and stuff. And and uh, when I went to the doctors, uh, same as you, I'm like 120 pounds at 14 years old. And they're like, if you lose weight, it'll straighten out. What do you know? I'm 120 pounds, <laughs> and that's from a doctor. And, and I'm with you because my whole life, too, it's like when I started putting on weight. And I would mention it to my doctors, and it's like, for the past 20 years, it's like, they don't believe that you're not eating a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I hardly eat anything, and I don't eat, you know, I hardly eat fried foods, and I hardly eat breads, and and carbs, and like, I, I mean, I, yeah, I cut actually quite a bit back, but like, but they don't believe you. And I'm not a big eater as well. They don't. They don't. Um,
0: Again, you guys know, a few other people know. Can't believe I'm putting this out into the open air because I thought I would like, you know, not tell people. But you guys know, in July, I started the process of looking into bariatric surgery. A.K.A. What do they call it?
1: gastric um, bypass. Gastric ja- oh
0: that. <laughs> I was like I <laughs> <laughs> can't even remember what I'm going through. <laughs> what are you getting
2: done? Well, if you can't remember what you're getting done, you don't get to have it done.
0: <laughs> so, um it's it's not an easy process. Mm-mm. It is um blood work, EKGs, ultrasounds. Um nutrition classes. Uh, meeting with a dietitian, meeting with a social worker, meeting with a nurse practitioner. And I met with my social worker last week for the first time, a lovely lady. And she asked me what I thought contributed to my weight. And I I looked at her, I'm like, I honestly don't know. I said, "I, I go, I can bring in. 17 books filled with food journals. Me logging everything I put in my mouth for the for the last five years. I said and I've never never went over 1200 calories. Yet I was gaining weight and it, it was very hard for me to admit that I had no idea what was going on in my body because I, I always wanted to feel like I was in control Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm not. And it's, it's humbling (laughs) and it's scary. And Mm I'm, I'm a year away from like, believe it or not, you don't just walk in and say, cut my stomach up, no, it's Damn it's it. um <laughs> it's it's such a process, and I mean like I'm what three months in, right yeah, yeah, you, yeah Genu- about that now so I august September yeah I'm three months in, I haven't even talked to a doctor yet, I still have to do nutrition classes, see my nurse practitioner in November with more blood work talk to the social worker again talk to the dietitian and then maybe they'll sign off to say i'm ready to talk to a doctor and the doctor makes the cho- makes the decision if he thinks i can have that surgery or not think about that <laughs> so i'm putting myself through hell to to the to a point where maybe sometime next march I get a phone call and they say, you know what? You just don't qualify. Sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) They make it really hard to to do, but honestly, you have to hit rock bottom to be where I am. Mm -hmm. And I hit rock bottom when I realized I was I thought I was an embarrassment to my husband, an embarrassment to my friends, to my family, like I never left my house. People like my 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 dear friend Melissa and her darling husband Andre would say, "Let's go out for dinner." And it would be everything in me not to make an excuse to cancel because I felt so
3: ashamed of how i looked
2: so yeah <laughs> so i would like to just say before we move on that i am extremely proud and proud of you dana for everything that you've done and exceptionally yeah. proud of you for uh, coming forward and actually sharing that on the podcast because i know that that's a struggle for you and it's scary for you. And I hope that our listeners understand where you're coming from and that we want nothing but support. Do you have anything negative to say? Just fuck on off.
0: And I thank you for that. And that's, that's part of part of the journey is, and, and having that hard time with telling people is how people react to you. Like, like, you, th- you think your friends are going to be supportive and then you have that one person that says, you're taking the coward's way out. If I was taking the fucking coward's way out, I'd hang myself in the closet. I'm not taking the coward's way out, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, and that's, that's what makes you, that's what makes you want to pull back from talking about it telling people and it's so hard because some you know somebody somebody looks at me and i'm struggling to eat half a sandwich because i'm also taking contrave which is a a medical weight loss supplement pill whatever you want to call it it's giant and it's blue spider i don't (laughs) Again, I don't eat a lot. Now it's suppressing my appetite. Hallelujah. I've lost 15 pounds in six weeks. But I struggle to eat half of a sandwich. And now I have people say to me, why aren't you eating? What's wrong with you? And I, I, I don't know how to tell them because I don't want their judgment. I don't mm-hmm. want their negativity to come at me because I already feel like shit about myself as it is. You know what I mean? It's such a double-edged sword. So I thank you, Taylor, for. I mean, you you enjoy. I have been very supportive. Very supportive,
1: and <laughs> Troy else had to go, to go with me a few times. <laughs> I haven't had to. I've wanted to. Now, I was going
2: to say, she's been there to make sure that the uh, the patient doesn't come running out.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore! <laughs> I'm like the bouncer of the hospital. Get in
2: that room! <laughs> Don't you come back out that door until it's done.
0: <laughs> Don't you do it!
1: No, I think I think you should be proud of yourself, but... Also, it's just a shame because that people can't look past, like, the exterior Mm -hmm. uh, of others because you're, like, one of the nicest, generally, like, generally loving, uh, kind person uh, that I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And and that, and it's a shame that people um, will look at you and judge you for what's on the outside and uh, there's so much greatness on the inside.
0: My white hair and my fat ass,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Thank you, Peanut, because um, that
0: that means that that means a lot to me too. Because as you guys know, I've had I've had people tell me that. But well, Taylor, you were warned against me and my friend because I'm <laughs> such a horrible person.
2: <laughs> you are. You're a whore. You're a whore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Th- so thank you, ladies. That it means a lot. So now, to Taylor, to your friend, mm-hmm. tips. What are tips you use to to help yourself through? Self-hate. Self-hate, low self-esteem.
2: So for me, one of the main things that I make all of my friends do when they start having uh, either self-hatred or just low self-esteem in general is I, what I've made you girls do each week where it's <laughs> like, okay. So instead of being grateful for something, I make them do it specifically about themselves where it's like, okay, every day you're going to pick three things about yourself One's going to have to be physical, one's going to have to be non-physical, and one's just a bonus one. But you're going to pick three things every day and you're going to repeat it to yourself. I am, my eyes are beautiful, I love my nose, and I love my sense of humor. And you're going to go through and basically make it into a daily mantra so that you start rewriting those tapes in your head. And if we have any younger listeners, I... Realize now how old we sound when I say, hey, yeah, rewrite those tapes, because those don't exist for all the younger generations. But when I'm saying that, it's. It comes from when my mom actually went into a. uh, uh, Mental institution and they told her, it's like, okay, the tapes that are playing in your head have been there for X amount of years. So those are ingrained in you because those are the thoughts that you've had every day, multiple times a day for 30 years. What you have to do is go in and rewrite over those. Not just a simple little, oh, I'm done. I fixed it in one day. It's something that you have to continuously remind yourself of. of I am worthy of love. I am enough. I am beautiful. That is one of the hardest things for most people to say about themselves and i say most people in general just because it's not a gender specific thing i have guy friends who struggle to think themselves handsome i have female friends who struggle to ever think themselves pretty i have young old asian white all things it doesn't matter everyone is still human and that is the most common issue is that they don't see their own beauty And when you tell them That they're beautiful Most of the time Their reaction is Oh not really Like uh, No you are You're beautiful I wish that you this
0: Shut up Stop lying (laughs) Yeah exactly (laughs) That's my Dana Shut
1: up (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm more like You have to say that You're my friend
2: (laughs) (laughs) In in reality When you're friends With Dana and I We aren't gonna just lie (laughs) We will be the first ones to walk into the room and go, well, that's an ugly looking shirt. Why are you wearing that? (laughs) (laughs) You pretty. What the fuck, dad?
0: You homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) So that's normally my first tip for anyone who has those who's struggling with those is to come up with a mantra to start your day off and then to finish your day off with. So that you start having those thoughts. You're putting those thoughts into your brain. Because you're not giving the negative thoughts a chance. Like when you first wake up, that is the first thing you do. Wake up, look over and go, okay. Like for me, I write out my mantras because my brain is, so I'm never going to remember them. So I I will either type them out or I will print them out or handwrite them if I have to. And say, okay, this is my mantra for this week. Whatever it is. Like if I'm feeling down on myself, I'm like, all right, I need to do whatever comes to mind for that.
0: You know what my mantra is this week?
2: I will not murder. I will not murder. I will not murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that just mine?
0: <laughs> I will eat three meals a day.
1: I will. <laughs> it's Monday and I've already failed. <laughs> you still have time. <laughs> it's okay. It's only it's only four fifty eight. I don't know, when I wake up, I just go, fuck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Peanuts now got the homework. She's got to start writing her own damn mantras out, or even Google them.
1: (laughs) Well, see, this is why I'm in therapy, right? (laughs) (laughs) One of the reasons. (laughs) Taylor's done. (laughs) So, like, Yeah, because I struggle with that. I don't have tips Mm. to help anybody because I I can't even get like get out of my own head. Like, so yeah, Yeah. hopefully (laughs) I will get some help.
0: (laughs) So here we are. Peanuts in therapy, I'm in therapy. Crispy just finished therapy and we're trying to help people.
2: Come, my children, I shall show you the way.
0: <laughs> we, are, we are the stones that gather no moss rolling down that hill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just rolling down. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this. Oh, I'm going to keep this, too.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 I can reflect on what you said, Taylor. I, I try to do the same thing. I mean, I don't write it out, but, like, I try to think when I get out of bed and I'm sitting on the edge of the bed and fighting to keep my eyeball open and the cat's meowing and I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I try I try to say, like, I'll say to myself, do one thing today that makes you happy. Even yes. if it's watch a video on TikTok that I've saved because it was, like, hilarious. Cross-stitch for an hour because it Idle hands are the devil's work. <laughs> um, cook a nice meal for my family because it's no longer 548 degrees outside and I can't have my stove on without melting my face off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I, I do the same. It's not a weekly thing, mm. but it's like a daily thing for me to say, you know, at some point today take one hour for yourself because you deserve it. You've worked hard. Not that I work, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, everybody deserves to have me time. Mm -hmm. I don't think me time is selfish at all. And I remember when, when uh, Samantha was born and like, she was about a year and a half old. And um, I said to Norm, we, we, I built our house here in LaSalle and I said to Norm, Can you know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out for about an hour, an hour and a half. Just gonna go to the mall, I wanna grab a new book. You're fine with the kid, right? I need a little me time. Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah, go ahead. I remember when I told my friend that I did that. She's like, that's so selfish of you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what now? (laughs) She's like, you're a mother. You don't get me time until they turn 18. (laughs) I'm like, you're not waiting
2: that long. That is one of the biggest issues is telling mothers That they don't deserve me time. It's like, no, you are still a human fucking being. Yeah, you popped a goddamn baby out. whoop fucking do Basil. You still deserve to have downtime because that's stressful as fuck and just draining. And guess what? The other parent can fucking step up to the plate and take a turn with the kid so that you can each have me time. It's not one or the other. It's you both get to have adult time. Because that kid's still gonna be there.
0: Or, you know, a hot meal. (laughs) Or a shower. A cup of coffee that doesn't have ice floating in it.
2: (laughs) How many times have you reheated this? Fuck.
0: (laughs) I can remember the one the one the one day shortly after Brendan was born. Because Norm worked in the States, he got absolutely no parental leave. He had to take Mm -hmm. two weeks of vacation. So he went back to work after two weeks. So I have a toddler and a colicky newborn. (laughs) (laughs) How I stayed sane through it all, I have no idea. But I remember the one day he came home and Sam was watching uh, Blue's Clues and Brendan was in his swing sleeping and I was sitting on the couch and I must have looked like a fucking fright because he's like, rough day. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to have my coffee. He goes, oh, you made coffee? I'm like, it's 6 o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I had finished it. And it was like 5.30 p.m. And I was drinking that coffee.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, this is so good. I like stale coffee.
0: <laughs> I think that's where my, my love for iced coffee was born. <laughs> Out
2: of necessity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like... Uh, my mum will say, aren't you going to warm that up? Ah, oh, shit, I'm used to eating cold food. <laughs> I did it for so long. I don't, like, microwave, <laughs> you know. I don't warm up food anymore. I eat spare ribs cold out of the fridge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're like, that's just a waste of time. That gets between me and the food. <laughs>
0: like, seriously, your life changes when you're a parent. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Suddenly but, your standards change where you're like, I used to want warm food.
0: Now I don't care. But but you still need that mm-hmm. me time. You need you need to have that time to reflect on how much you smell, how how badly your hair needs to be washed. Take that bath. <laughs> Light a candle, drink a glass of wine, do what you mm-hmm. need to do.
2: <laughs> and I think that's exactly like that's one of those things where like I said, doing the mantra, which is a nice, that one, I always find, I think I recommend it for people so quickly and easily because it's, you can Google now, you don't even have to come up with your own mantras, you can literally Google and there'll be <laughs> 5 million of them that come up.
0: So you, are you listening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <for> you,
1: not. <laughs> you know, I was just like listening to you ladies and I was like thinking like, this sounds awful. Again, it's probably why I'm in therapy. <laughs> Is, um, like, I can't find, nothing makes me happy anymore. Like, I can't find that happiness when I get up, wake up, and, like, it's just not there anymore. I try to think of what would make me happy, and it's like, I then I just think, ugh, it's just a chore. Or it's like, oh is this all that life is like? Like I've lost even that like hope. Mhm.
2: The spark of life.
1: And yeah. you know what, Peanut? It's you're gonna
0: find it again. Mhm. And therapy is going to help you. And believe me, when you when you do come to that that day where you're like. The fuck was i worried about you know we're gonna go and we're gonna go eat nachos and drink margaritas yeah. oh, yeah. we're gonna celebrate <laughs> you realizing that life is worth living <laughs> and that there is happy shit out there for you <laughs> i but think honestly, your situation right now has a lot to do with yeah. why you can't find joy yeah for lack of a mm-hmm. better term
2: I think that's true just because it's, and it, it's something that's common across all walks of life. And it's just, you go through these bursts of time, because I was actually talking to one of the girls at work about it and hearing a little bit about her story. And she kind of said similar uh, thought process where she was like, you know, I've kind of lost herself because so much has changed for her in the past few years. And I was like, I completely understand that. And she said the hard thing for her right now is trying to find what makes her happy, trying to find herself again, her happy self, not just yeah. who she is now. And it's it's a reintroduction process because you have to go from this point that's taken years to dive down into and just piled onto And you have to try and whittle your way out of there and come back (laughs) out on the other side to rediscover yourself and Mm -hmm. remake yourself in the way that you want to be now, because you've got to change all the stuff from the past and figure out like, okay, when I was 15, I used to make these dumb decisions, but I had fun doing this. Okay, when I was 20, I did these dumb decisions, but I had fun doing this then. And you might find that you have a passion for, I, I don't even know, I'm trying to think of something like really weird, seaweed art. I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I was going to say bird watching, but seaweed art works.
2: <laughs> I wanted it to be something weird and special. <laughs> bird watching seemed too simple. Tweet, tweet, here's some seaweed for you, bitch. But it could be something like that that you've never done before, but you have to go out and uh, um, discover what it is. Because those things that might have made you happy before might not anymore. They could just be things that are like, meh,
1: they're there. Yeah, I feel just like, I feel like I'm I'm not living, I'm surviving. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I uh I was there once where I felt like that. I I didn't have I felt like I didn't have a
1: purpose. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that was
1: something not, I had to work on. Not married, I don't have kids, not rich, I don't vacate go on exotic awesome vacations <laughs> like
0: I, I can lunge your husband and a kid but I ain't rich either <laughs> and I don't go on exotic vacations <laughs> unless you know Collingwood's exotic
2: <laughs> for some of us it might be <laughs> well, I mean and that's the thing too is that even with that like The way that you're looking at it and putting yourself into that box of saying, well, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't go on vacations. None of that really matters because that's obviously not something that's integral to your life. Whether you're married or not doesn't matter because that's not honestly. I'm not necessarily married,
1: but I'm not in a relationship
3: because
1: I'm never getting married again, first off. I never wanted to get married in the first place
2: but the point being peanut that it's not important whether or not you're in those kind of things because they're not integral to who you are those are kind of the i added nice i mean we all wish we were rich that would make things a fuckload easier (laughs) but it's the simple things going for a walk like for me going for walks makes me happy and that's something that's simple and free. I can go walk outside right now if I really wanted to. I don't, but I could. <laughs> but simple things like that, it doesn't have to be anything major. Like, those things aren't, aren't, I don't know, etched into you as Dana's more than just her marriage or the fact that she owns a house. Like, yes, no offense to Norm, love him. But, <laughs> I mean this in the nicest way possible i don't get two shits <laughs> he could be there he could not be there <laughs> so long as he's good to my friend that's the important part but it's not the main thing when i think of dana i'm like no i think of stephen king horror amazing artwork um loves lord of the rings <laughs> she
0: said horror people not
2: whore <laughs> <laughs> That, you know uh, what? It's probably a good thing to it's probably a good thing to clarify, given this group. <laughs> People be writing in, so you're a whore. <laughs> I
0: am uh, no, no, no. crispy bacon, no sour bacon. I had no idea <laughs> crispy bacon. You're putting our names whore. together. <laughs> you're a whore.
2: <laughs> yeah, Joyelle, I'm a whore. <laughs> I'm a whore for
0: tacos. Sure. <laughs> I, I could in. get behind some nachos right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that moment where someone comes up and goes, I could get behind you if I offer you some tacos and nachos, huh? And you're like, all right. <laughs> you convinced me, you son of a bitch, I'm in.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. IT, IT and I just celebrated our anniversary on Friday. 22 years married, 27 years together. Goddamn. damn. I know.
2: God, that's so long. That's so that's I a know. long time to be with one person.
3: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh we celebrated with pizza from Slice of Pie.
2: <laughs> and oh, you two yeah. were happy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> See? That's all we're that happy. matters.
2: You got pizza, to celebrate pi- how you wanted.
0: Pizza and what the hell did we watch?
3: I can't remember what we watched on TV,
0: but yeah, in bed by eleven, <laughs> cause you're the world. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, there was none of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no chicken. Wow, wow. <laughs> it was more like it was more like wow, chicken. Wow, wow. <laughs> It was more like Get on your side of the bed And take your fucking blankets with you (laughs) You're like Stop breathing on me
2: I said stop snoring (laughs) Why isn't that chin strap Snapping you more
1: (laughs) Oh my god Uh, Yeah yeah, like, I don't know, like, even to, so today was, like, my first day back to work.
2: Yes, it was.
1: And, oh, my God, like, only four hours, and it was so tough. It was, like, it was, first off, so tough getting up this morning. Oof, like, yeah. just just getting motivated to go. And I just, don't just, hate my job.
2: Just Just to add some understanding, some context for people listening. When we work day shift, because that's what we're on, afternoons, you can sleep in to your heart's content. Day shift, however, we have to be at the plant at our startup meeting at 6 a.m. So for me, I have to be up at 4.20 in the morning to be able to get up, get dressed, and get my stuff together, and leave the house to get to work before then. Peanut sometimes gets up even earlier. I get up, so up at 4. four. See, well, 10 to go.
1: 4, actually. <laughs>
2: She gets up at 3 50 AM <laughs> 3 50 in the fucking morning is early when you're waking up. When you're staying up, it doesn't seem so bad. But when you're waking up at that ungodly fucking hour, it's a different story.
0: Who was waking up that early? I <laughs> get up that
2: early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this the incredulousness in her face. And it's just but but you know what I mean? Like even that, like I used to like actually, like, like going to work and look forward, like, to it. And now it's, like, it's just as I've lost that desire. It's a chore. I, like, go to work, and I used to love cutting, and now it's like, oh, God, not this again today. And, like, I've just lost, like, every, all my zest. I think that's a good word for that, the zest. Oh my, Jesus. and let me tell you, after two hours today, like, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, wow, I am, like, pathetic.
0: <laughs> and you were only off for what? <laughs>
3: two months. Two months. <laughs> two
0: months. Yep. So, I was off for a fucking year. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I went back, and I was <laughs> four hour days, like, I could have died when I got to my car.
2: <laughs> yes. I was the same when I went back for my six-month leave last year. I literally came home a fucking zombie and napped every single
1: day Well, I think like, shift. I think today you walked by me a couple times and I was just zoned out. And I was like, that was around the two-hour mark. I just kind of stood there was staring off. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like peanut.
2: <laughs> Earth to peanut. Come back.
1: Come back. Yeah, like when I went, when I dropped, just about dropped the stickers. Mm. <laughs> it was like slow motion.
2: <laughs> it To be fair, it was slow motion even watching it. As your hand tried to grab it, it's like, she, I don't know if she's going to get this. We're just going to lift this up and put it back. <laughs> Her hand did one of those. <laughs> that was literally the speech she went at. There was no rushing. It was slower than molasses, and she's like, "I'm tired
0: now." <laughs> I'm like, no shit. <laughs> so that's your homework, Peanut. You gotta find your joy. find Find what. Find find a way to get back your happy. And mm-hmm. Taylor and I will help you
2: Hell yeah we will
0: We can even try some crazy means, stuff Even if it means Blizzards and a Petty and mm-hmm. Zoo Ooh <laughs> Yes <laughs> Start the car I got the go you know Oh I'm sorry I, that's that's my happy <laughs> And mine You know say. Like,
1: I've never been Is where? The African Lion Safari No
0: me either
2: I haven't been since I was a child. I've never been. I would love to go again.
0: Anne went. Anne went, but she went without me. That bitch. (laughs) Long time ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, you do not want to bring your own vehicle. I don't know if they still have it this way, but you could have the option of using one of their vehicles or, um, if I remember right, it's an African Lion Safari that you drive through. You don't want to bring your own vehicle.
0: Oh no, the monkeys will rip it apart.
2: No, well, yes, but that wasn't the issue. The giraffe cum that was on the car was the issue. Oh. space <laughs> wow. right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that was what happened when we went when I was a child as this giraffe ran on by and then just all over the car. So we I thought lessons. maybe
1: you are going to say it like flopped it onto the windshield. And you were like, oh, I'm lesbian now. <laughs> it's, it's, too it's too big. It's too big. It's too big.
0: Now, now we know how she became a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a days Drafting days dong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the size frightened the fuck out of me. I was out right then and there. Nope. Oh! <laughs> Not putting that anywhere near me. That's, that's what they're called. Mm-mm. <laughs>
0: too big. <laughs> nope, nope, fur biscuits all around. <laughs> fur biscuits all around. <laughs>
2: mm, I love oh. me a good fur biscuit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you won't put no gravy on it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Doesn't it make its
0: own? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: oh you're sick i say, dana sick got sick it before. i got it but <laughs> <sighs> yeah <laughs> so
0: okay so this uh this podcast got away from <laughs> us <laughs> yeah, yeah uh so back to the tips <laughs>
2: it's definitely about like doing the little things finding your joy in little things like i said it's going to be new things now compared to probably what it was a year ago, a decade ago, two decades ago. And go out and find what makes you happy. Try the weird things. Do the seaweed art. <laughs> uh, we can go up to the zoo.
1: Do you like painting, Joel? Oh, good God. I'm, I'm awful. I can't even draw a stick person. I didn't ask you how your sketching was. I said, do you like to paint? Well, I can't paint anything, because I can't, can't draw anything. Well, you don't have to draw the things. I you like paint, to paint by numbers. Things. Have you ever
0: seen any of Picasso's work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he couldn't draw stick man either.
2: <laughs> Thus he went, said, the eye goes here, and this one goes here. My sister got that gene. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, so long as you have fun. Like, for me, I'm horrible at drawing. Don't get me wrong. But I'll still just pull out a piece of paper, sketch something on it, color it in if I feel like it, paint things, craft things like my things never up here looks good. And for those who can't see me pointing at my head um, in my head, it always looks good. Once I start trying to get it to my hands to make the things, mm. it doesn't it doesn't do the thing that it's supposed to do in yeah, my it's head. like
1: a disconnect between <laughs> me and my my hands and my head.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's. It's like there's a roadblock along the way, but I still love doing it because it's still fun. Like Dana said.
0: Well, I was I was gonna say that there's this wonderful activity you can do. You go to the dollar store and you get some of their like bo- bottles of dollar store paint, and you buy a couple paint brushes at the dollar store. And then you go to your neighbor's house and so you steal some rocks out of their <laughs> <laughs> Any, Anybody that has, like, larger stones, you want the flat ones. <laughs> it's like a, and, you, like, and you paint on them. Oh! It, oh. Have, like, it doesn't have to be
1: Super Mario,
0: but, like, a frog's paint,
1: face. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen cats and that, people paint cats on the rocks yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: One day, I was going out to the car and we have um, a fire hydrant on our lawn and somebody had left a painted rock on our fire hydrant and it's got a frog's face on it. So I brought it in the house and it's on my bookshelf. Like, uh, technically, technically, the rule is you take a picture where you found it and then you leave it somewhere else. You see how far your rock travels, right? Mm -hmm. Not me I stole the rockets in my house (laughs) It's
1: been there for about (laughs) seven years now Oh my god Not me I stole it The poor person's wondering where his frogs end up (laughs) (laughs) But no I'm just saying like that That's that's a fun activity You don't
0: Like you don't necessarily have to Know how to paint I can sketch like a motherfucker Don't ask me to paint you a picture (laughs) I can't ain't but i like doing that and i'll do like like flowers and little things like that
1: eh, yeah. i, I, I used like to like like um paint by numbers and i you like the color cross stitch mm. color yeah my sister was talking about about that that uh, adult coloring books and Mm-hmm. Not adult stuff. like porn adult. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the way the
2: way that she said adult coloring books and they went mm-hmm, just was perfectly timed together. Where it's like, damn, people are gonna think that we're talking about porn books here, and we're you not. Really for once need,
1: like one or two crayons, a white and a brown. <laughs> <laughs> what about pink? <laughs> How are you gonna say that. What about the fucking pink? <laughs> what about the tip? <laughs> Is that purple?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can get the, 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 um, coloring book that's all swear words. This is true. I have that one. Fuck colorfully. That's I like to call them sentence enhancers. (laughs) That,
3: that is so fucking beautiful.
0: Of answers. So yeah, like I I I I color, I cross stitch, I read, I play video games.
1: See, I like those things I all enjoy doing, but I'm, but I'm so down. Like I'm so into this hole of depression. Mm-hmm. You're beat down. That all of it doesn't, it just seems like a chore to do it now instead of something
3: I enjoy.
0: You have to, yeah, that, so that's the mindset that you have to flip. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got to help you figure out how to flip that. Do you,
2: the, because I know that you take medications for your mental health. Mm
1: -hmm. Are any of yours mood elevators? I don't know. I don't think so. I just take one. I just take the effexor. Okay. So. A, so and me, then I yeah. have the lorazepam, but that's just as needed for my. Anxiety. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say, and lorazepam doesn't isn't a mood elevator. Like so, for me, when I start feeling the when I start feeling the depressed coming in, um, then I start taking my holy basil because it's specifically holy basil is a mood elevator. Yeah. Mm. So it's to actually bring you up, so that way when you're in a depressed state it actually elevates the mood like the other ones that I have are for GABAs for my anxiety Ashwagandha's for my stress but when I want to raise my, my mood so that I'm actually happier then I take my um, holy basil
1: so I met my ex-husband when I was I think I want to say 25 mm. And so I have been depressed and unhappy since twenty-five.
0: <laughs> Not quite half your life. <laughs> I was just saying,
2: there the we Bible go, there's a silver Bible. lining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell me about this holy basil. Do you have to get the Pope to bless it? I'm <laughs> sorry
2: I couldn't resist. <laughs> so,
0: Taylor, maybe you're onto something. Maybe, maybe Joelle needs a mood enhancer to help just maybe lift her start, off the bottom yeah. of the hole so that she can start climbing up the wall.
2: I right, see. So that's what it uh, sounds like to me is that it's uh, the med that she's on. I don't think is a mood elevator. I think it's specifically for like, okay, here we'll try and just mellow everything out so that you don't feel so anxious and all that kind of stuff,
3: Yeah, right. which is
2: good and needed. But at the same time, you need something to come in and be like, okay, try and lift you up off the bottom. Because if you're doing it yourself, like peanuts already said that it,
0: it's a lot more fucking work. It is. It's very hard. It's very hard to, to bring yourself out of, out of that depressed hole mm-hmm. I i know after my dad died and i dug down deep i had a hard time getting <laughs> back out <laughs> but you know that that was that was a situation in my life that that caused that and once i was able to go to you know start grief counseling and and Move on I was I was able to get out of it mm-hmm. So maybe therapy Again mm-hmm. Will help
1: you Yeah she's My therapist was like She's like every cloud has a silver lining mm-hmm. And that but <laughs> I told her I find it very hard because she She's like you you tend to Focus on like the negative Aspect Mm -hmm. Of stuff. And I said, Yeah, because whenever I think something's going my way, then boom, something happens and knocks me down. And it's like not just like once or twice, it's like my whole fucking life.
0: (laughs) And and when that happens, you tend to stop seeing the good. Completely understand that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You reach the point. You just reach a point where, like, being hopeful or having any positivity, it's like, why?
0: Yeah. You're like, what's what's the sense of being hopeful? It's just going down the shitter anyways. Yep. So maybe talk to your well, your doctor's kind of an ass too, eh? (laughs) Maybe talk to your therapist. They can they can write prescriptions. Can they not?
2: Therapist can't, but it depends on what she is. If she's like a uh, psychologist or psychiatrist? I think both she's of like them can. She's
1: like a psychotherapist or something.
2: She might be able to. She's a psychotherapist, maybe. You
1: can ask um, her. It's had it it doesn't hurt to ask. She yeah, had a lot say. of like stuff at the end of her. She's a reg. Well, it says she's a registered social worker.
2: Yep, they have to be to be a therapist.
1: But she's got, I don't know, after her name, it's MSW, whatever that stands for, RSW, and BSW. Registered
0: Social Worker and BSW.
1: Bachelors of uh, Social Worker, maybe? She said she's been doing it for 24 years now. Possibly. Yeah.
2: I say so chances are she's just a therapist, but you could still you could ask her for her opinion of, hey, do you know of anything? Like if you want to go the medication route, then you could ask her, hey, do you know anything that's a mood elevator?
0: Or so ask way- her if she thinks it would help her. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you can always say, I was talking to my to my other, you know, crazy
2: friends,
0: crazy <laughs> friends. And they were talking about a mood enhancer. Do you think that might help me?
1: Mm-hmm. I think she's more of like, um, I think she does more of like um, cognitive behavioral mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But even with that, they still have recommendations. Like even for mine, mm-hmm. um, she knows both the natural and the medications because they have to for their work. They yeah. go like, they can't necessarily prescribe things, but they can make recommendations to saying, yeah. hey, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you need a mood elevator, so we're going to suggest that, hey, bring this to your doctor's attention. Say, hey, let's try this.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a thought. Keep it in Mm -hmm. your mind. You should never know. I'm I'm not opposed to pharmaceutical help. Mm -hmm. I know some people are. Some people is opposed to it, but... Sometimes you need
2: it. I would say yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's honestly what you need. Like for me, yes, natural all worked.
0: But and, that's not good. It might work for peanut too.
1: I would least, say yeah, because
2: I mean, yeah. If you want to try holy basil, you can. You can grab it off of Amazon. It's where I grab mine at. And you swallow pills, so that makes it easier for you. <laughs> well. <that's enough. laughs>
1: But I tend yeah. to, throw, I tend to throw it back up. Yeah, what? I tend to throw it back up. Oh.
2: <laughs> uh, that's it. Rub in that lotion. <laughs> rub it
0: in. My arms are so dry.
1: <laughs> it puts the. Lotion on the skin it puts the skin oh, on the, the lotion, the
2: <laughs> yeah, we I'm would not have been able <laughs> we would not have been able to record this yesterday
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: totally off topic, Taylor. I wanted to ask you a question.
2: I might have an answer.
0: <laughs> Do you think silence Sometimes. silence of the lambs? Um, the Buffalo Bill character was derogatory towards um, people who um, people who are in transition, transsexuals, because he was a man that
3: dresses a woman, but wasn't
0: a transsexual. So, do you think that? That that character in the movie was derogatory towards no, the he wasn't, trans community.
2: No, because he wasn't uh, transgendered. He was, I mean, he was fucked up. Like he was fucked up for <laughs> a multitude of reasons. But <laughs> he <was> killing people. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. Oh, that's it. You're getting the hose again. <laughs> um, but yeah, to me, no, he's not. He's not because he wasn't actually a transgendered character. That's not what he was meant to be. He was meant to be a psychopath, which he was and played perfectly well and just showed the delusions that went on in his head. It's not like um, trying to think of like some of the movies like I get why some people are or were uh, upset at um, what the hell's the name of the movie. I think it was called uh, I want to say America. Could be wrong on the title, but I think that was the name of it. And it starred the woman from Desperate Housewives, the blonde-haired one that I can't think of. She got in trouble Felicity because she... Felicity Huffman? That's the one. Um, I think. Oh, the one Infer- that tried to
0: buy her, her kids yes. away in the university? That was exactly
2: I... what I was going to reference, that one. Uh, so she played a trans woman... So that one, I kind of understand like that. I understand the trans community being like, well, what the fuck? You didn't actually go grab a real trans woman to play this part or even have a man play the part to become a woman kind of thing. You just grabbed a, a popular actress at the time and threw them into it. It's like, okay, that I can understand more when it's a fictitious character like Buffalo Bill, where you're going for he's a psychopathic murderer. He's not actually transgendered; he's just fucked up. then no, like that doesn't make sense to me when people are like, "Oh, well, if they go up in arms about that, it's like no, he was a character being played. He wasn't meant to represent anyone other than murderers.
1: I thought it was just like meant to like that like you said like he was crazy, but I never yeah. even thought either way it was just that he was making a skin suit out of these. These women. And that's yep. why
0: they had to wear the lotion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need this supple skin.
0: <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> it fillets better. <laughs> it Don't comes apart me, so that. much easier.
3: <laughs>
2: <sighs> Anywho, that's <laughs> why you're putting the lotion on the skin. It all makes sense now. <laughs>
0: IT likes me soft and supple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh. I can't even say that with a straight face.
2: <laughs> if you could have, I would have been amazed.
0: <laughs> right? Oh. Well, I
2: think this, uh, this was a
0: <laughs> interesting this was a, episode. This was, this was a very interesting episode. And, and uh, let's do a shout out to our friend on Twitter. X, whatever you want to call it I don't think Elon Musk is going to sue me For using the word Twitter Shut your mouth, David Metallica sued me For <laughs> yeah, downloading saying. off a Napster <laughs>
2: Wouldn't be the first time
0: <laughs> Fucking Lars <laughs> Anywho uh, we, I always post our Our episodes on Twitter And I say post, you know, new episode And I just post the link I don't put anything else with it and um two weeks ago when I posted the episode, I had a reply from somebody who was like, Great episode ladies, one of the best ones I've listened to. I was like, Shut the fuck up, we got a fan
2: <laughs> <laughs> That moment where you're like, Please, please, only my That's good the
0: side <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Apparazzi>, please.
2: <laughs> I couldn't possibly.
0: That so was shout me. out to our shout out to our Twitter fan. Thank you for um, posting it on my Twitter. I hope you enjoy the show this this week, too.
2: Yes. Thank you for for stroking our ego, because it is nice to have those kind of things <laughs> because we do have there is that self-doubt that comes in when you're like, God, are we actually reaching people? So when we actually have interactions with people. It's even if it's just one. That's all it really takes for all of us to be like,
0: Oh gosh, they actually listen. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> that in TikTok. So yes. I again I post I post our link on TikTok. And um I like okay. I I I'm not a I'm not somebody that's like, Oh, I need a thousand million followers. You follow me, you follow me, right, Keanu? (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) You don't, you don't. But um, when I post the the link, it'll get like 3,000 views. But I also get notices that so-and-so saved your episode, or so-and-so saved your post. Mm -hmm. So it makes me wonder, are those people on TikTok saving my post so they can go... Type in my address and they can listen to our harmonic voices talk about shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Hey, thank you, TikTok lovers. Lovers of us on TikTok. So we're just thanking everybody today.
2: Yes, we are. We're that. You know what? That's what I'm not even going to make you girls pick things this week because I'm going to say that we're all thankful for every single one of the listeners.
1: Our fans on Facebook.
2: I'm thankful
1: that you're not making me pick anything.
2: (laughs) And just like that, Peanut is instantly able to be, I got something to be thankful for. You're not making me do it. Boom.
1: (laughs) No, I don't have anything, but I'm thankful you're not making me. (laughs) Oh,
2: oh my. So, as always, a general reminder that our email address is DepressedBreakfastClub at gmail.com. You can also find us under the same name, on Facebook of Depressed Breakfast Club You can also find the episodes posted on As Dana said Her Twitter X, Is what I'm going to call it from now on <laughs> Her account Come is at me Elon <laughs> Scooby71 S-K-O-O-B-I Seven one Or you can also find it on her TikTok Which is Scooby S-K-O-O-B-I You can also find it posted on my own personal Instagram at Goddess Tay 25 And next week's episode, if I remember correctly, I'm going to just double check here before I go announcing and be like, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be. <laughs> I'm sure, Dana will have a lot to say on this topic. I can I can guarantee it already. And I haven't even said it yet. Uh, it's going to be about politics. Maybe oh, I shouldn't partake I... <laughs> I don't even follow politics There's not many that I follow But there are definitely some that Have in the past And I'm sure in the future Will have affected my mental health (laughs) So Okay (laughs) So that'll be next week's episode
0: I'll do my homework (laughs)
2: it's <laughs> already done all her homework. She's like, I'm fucking ready. Let's do it right now. Back to back
0: recordings. <laughs> okay, so uh, again, send us your send us your thoughts. We would love to hear them. Your tips, if you
3: mm-hmm.
0: if you have self doubt, self hate, um, tell us how you get yourself out of those de- depressed holes. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, again. We thank all our listeners. Uh, We do this for you guys and for us because it's good therapy for us to have these conversations. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So thank you very much. Um, It's Monday. We're a little late. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.
2: Yes. Ciao.
3: Bye.